Hey everyone, it's Luis jumping in at the beginning of the episode this time. I know. Sketchy, right? Why would he do that? Um, I'm doing that because I want to plug our socials. Um, so you can follow us on Twitter at Supergroup Pod. You can also find us on Facebook at Supergroup Presents. Um, and if you want to listen to our episodes on our website uh, or find links to our Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, um, that would be bit.ly slash Supergroup Presents. Uh, thanks for listening. Did you stand there all alone? Oh, I cannot explain what's going down. Oh, I can see right. you standing so, next cool. to me. Alright, we're just gonna lose a little bit of our Buffy the Vampire Slayer talk, but that's Whatever, fine. I don't want to anger the internet. Um, okay, welcome to Supergroup Presents. You literally, uh, you don't have to... <laughs> what I'm told is episode 15, and shut up, I'm gonna do the intro again, you can't stop me. <laughs> um, I'm just barreling through. Um, this is episode 15, uh, it is our third episode of Cage the Elephant, if you've been following us. Um... If this is your first time tuning in again, I always have to ask, why start now? But that that's okay. I'm glad you're here. Um, will, today we're going to be talking never, about... If you are that person, I will never understand you. I, will, I just won't. I, how, how do you start at the end? Do you have to start at the beginning? Like what? Maybe you're just a big fan of melophobia, in which case, welcome to the party. Okay, that's fair. Um, that's fair. I am also like, okay, a but... big fan. Pat was literally ta- telling me that he would like watch the series finale of things and then go back and watch the season. Okay, like, that's who a does crime. That? That's but- fucked up. That's like the people who read the last page of books, which, by the way, are my least favorite people. Wow, you would have hated me in high school. <sighs> I definitely flip through things. Like, I'm not, I'm not afraid of spoilers. And I'll definitely look stuff up on Wikipedia, but I won't read the last page. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I remember I got so mad at my sister once because we were watching, uh, I think it was up in the air, and midway through, she looks up the Wikipedia summary and then goes, what do you mean they're having an affair? And I was like, we haven't gotten there yet. And I had seen it, so I was like waiting for that twist, but then she just like ruined it for herself. So I was really mad about that. Um... Luckily, there are no spoilers for albums, uh, except maybe I can tell you that this one ends with Cigarette Daydreams. Um, and you can totally listen to that first. That's, that's what's great about it. It's music. There's no set order. Shut up. Hey, wow. Um, <laughs> unless you're one of those assholes that are like, Sgt. Pepper's only makes sense if you listen to one hour of it in a row without breaks on vinyl, then, you know, whatever. Actually, if you listen to Damn Backwards, it's better than if you listen to it forwards. Oh, I remember that. That was like a full-on conspiracy theory. I still I still love that they dropped an entire edition of the album that was just the album backwards. Does Hey, hey Nick Peters, our singular listener, definitely abides by that, so. Nick listens to Damn Backwards? He probably did, yeah. Yeah, that, you know what? I would actually buy that. Um <laughs> If you're not Nick Peters, uh, welcome. Uh, today we're going to be talking about it's like who, melophobia. Who to us? So it's got it's Nick, it's 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 John. Um, I ran a Facebook ad, so whoever I conned to click then. 
Uh, sometimes, didn't you say Emma sometimes listens to it? Um, I don't think Emma's listening to this because she doesn't know what Cage the Elephant is. I'm pretty sure. This is a good way to find out. Not really, but, um... She doesn't yeah. listen to things I tell her to do. <laughs> I've literally had to tell her multiple times. So, uh, my mom is in career services at a college by us. And so she really, she's really in the know about internships, resumes, cover letters, job searching. Like, that is literally her shit. And she has saved my ass so many times. You can't, I can't even begin to tell you. Um, but, Shout out you know, Mama Poe. What? Shout out Mama Poe. Hey, it's Mama Roberts because she remarried. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you could just call her Linda. Stop confusing me. <laughs> Anyways, but so... Um, yeah, how dare she control her name, Louise? Ugh. Good point. Yeah, what come on, an you ass. know I have a stepdad too. No, I do know. I just all met him. I never. Yeah, shout out. What? What? <laughs> Anyways, um, what was I saying? Oh, my mom. Okay. Oh so my god. We're all. I don't know. You know either. the post grad life. I'm going to grad school, and a lot of my friends from home are kind of still job searching. Um. So my Emma's is my mom's favorite, and she's not quiet about the fact that Emma is her favorite. Um, so she's been telling me multiple times that to tell Emma uh, to text my mom so she they can set up a little like date to like go over job stuff. And I've had to tell her like three times at this point, and she keeps ignoring me. And I'm like, okay, don't want a job, not my problem. <laughs> I think you basically have to convince your mom to buy her lunch and then it'll be instantaneous. No, my mom, that's what my mom wants to do. She wants, oh. she's like, yeah, well, you know, I'll either, I can come to her, we can go to lunch, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, take I that think... offer. I'm sorry. It's a, we're millennials. Like, take free food where you can get it. Yeah. Like, at the very least, you're getting a salad. Exactly. I don't know. I think job hunting is so stressful that like, she can't do it. Because, so, yes, my mom, like I said, she really understands, like, what, like, recent graduates are going through in the whole job market situation. So, she really kind of, like, understood, like, the concept of, like, taking some time at home, maybe going straight to grad school, like, figuring yourself out. Um, Emma's mom doesn't. Uh, yeah. So... Because she's been a flight attendant for how long? I like 30 years now. She just like got her job and she has her career and like not thinking anything of it. So I think it's like kind of one of those environments where. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to go into much. Just in case Emma is listening and gets pissed at me. This is, yeah, this is some weird tea to drop uh, <laughs> on recorded media. Um <laughs> So the album is Melophobia. <laughs> <laughs> the album's Melophobia. The show Wait, is Downton Abbey. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh, I was picking some like high drama it's like a tea thing. Joke. That was yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, an upstairs downstairs comedy. Uh-huh. Um, wow. Let's let's <laughs> do this. News, let's just reset uh, no, that whole thing. No, no other news. <laughs> no, in other news. Um, Speaking of jobs, I put down this podcast as a thing I do, and my tagline was, I told this to Luis, I don't know if I told you this to you, Declan, um, I said, we're just former newspaper editors looking for a new way to share our unwanted opinions with the world. I think that's what this is in a <laughs> nutshell. 
That is crazy accurate, but also like, wait, where did you put this down? On my handshake profile. Handshake? It's like oh my LinkedIn. god, okay. It's like LinkedIn for college kids because my <laughs> college, that's how you find Gross. the work-study job. So I had to make the profile and it wouldn't let me be a superstar profile without filling out projects. So I put this as a project. Oh, weird. Yeah. Oh, you um, added a profile picture and everything. I did. I did not. <laughs> Well, oh, wait, I did. It's just my Facebook profile picture because I think that's a good picture of me. So. Yeah. Yeah. I hate LinkedIn as is. LinkedIn keeps recommending me jobs even though I have a job. And I'm like, please don't remind me that I like, will need to be on the job search again at some point in my life. Because um, <laughs> I hate it. Um, you yeah, hate your so job? This, this... No, I hate job searching. I love my job. Oh, I was going to say Declan. No, I've been very vocal about this. I love my job. Uh, there were like three separate crises this week, but I also still love it. Um, I don't love everyone I work with, but that is okay, and I am learning, and it's still very good, and I feel rewarded. Um, so the album is still melophobia. Make me feel rewarded. It's should it's we actually get to the album now? Now that we're almost twenty minutes in on my recording, yes. no, it's only it's only been like yes. ten, given where we're actually going to start. So it's Touché. fine. <laughs> Um, oh guys look at our valedictorian on my facebook page oh what's mimi up to okay no wait i can't it can't keep getting... <laughs> all right damn it so she's still in like europe uh melophobia this is cage elephant's third album this came out in 2013 and uh, does everyone want to recap where they were in 2013 slash where did you first hear of this album if you did Oh man, we were still high school, weren't we? Oh no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were still in high no. school. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. No, I think the weird thing about melophobia for me was that um my music taste kind of changed. I won't say it changed, but it refocused itself a lot between like I don't know, twenty third like twenty twelve and now, basically. Like I haven't mm-hmm. really had like a consistent wheelhouse of artists for very long. Um, Mm -hmm. and Cage was in it, but they've been out of it for a while. So, like, I I definitely heard Melophobia when it came out, um, and probably repeated it to death. But then, yeah, I fell off the wagon at some point. Uh, so, yeah, coming back to this was a treat. I think, for my part, I don't remember when this dropped. I don't think I was following them at that point. I do know that this probably would have put them back in my orbit, because I don't think... Thank you, happy birthday is as much what I listen to. Um, but I remember, I, like I said on the last episode, I actually saw Cage open for the Black Keys at the Barclays Center, um, and that would have been touring for this album. And I remember Matt Schultz would take his shirt off like every song and then put it back on at the end and then do that like five times in a row, and I was so confused. Um, that doesn't sound that, bad at all. I know he's well he's in shape but um (laughs) it was just weird that he didn't like commit to it like you can be shirtless but he was like I don't know if I want this on or off um but regardless I think it really clicked with me then I didn't go to a concert during high school so I don't have that kind of memory at all because I only went to high concerts elementary school middle school and then college (laughs) I actually this was my first week of college so I didn't see them in high school Although I was going to concerts in high school, but only scattered stuff that, like, my sister would take me to. 
Um, yeah, Rachel, do you know, do you remember where you were when this album came out? Is this something you knew? No, but when I was listening to it, I recognized more of the songs than I thought I would, mm-hmm. which was cool. Um, you know, it's always nice to rediscover songs you always, like, jam to, but, like, <laughs> they didn't, like, stick around forever. Yeah. But 2013, Rachel was probably listening to a playlist of songs she collected from AMVs before track practice. <laughs> what a That's time. very like, specific, but great. <laughs> like, I shit you not, I had a Young Justice playlist compiled of songs that I found through, like, AMVs for Young Justice. Oh, man. Um, and some of them, because the songs were, like, so specific and edited, that I just downloaded the song, so every once in a while there's like dialogue or explosions. It was pretty <laughs> lit, man. That was a good playlist. That was a fucking good playlist. Oh man! I, just side note: I remember I first heard the song "Sweet Escape" by like Gwen Stefani and whoever's on that. I think it might be Ludacris. I don't super know, uh, but I first heard that in fourth grade on like a Neopets video. <laughs> A Neopets Wait, fan I have an embarrassing story about that. Wait, no, okay. So you have a story Escape, about Neopets? The name of the song, Sweet Escape. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was like our class song. Oh, I just some weird noise just came out of my throat. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I'm so flustered because I the, the embarrassment of this story is like, who? You're so, really hyping this. Fifth grade was a rough year for me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the cast party for like our like class musical because every year the fifth graders put on a musical okay and our musical was treasure island (laughs) and i guess i did so bad in the dancing and the singing portions that they put me in the way way back i didn't even get to do the fun dance with everybody yeah like you crossed your hands and stuff literally everyone else did this big group dance except for me and one other kid and that other kid had down syndrome oh my god wait why do i feel like you've told me this story before (laughs) Because it haunts me to this day. That feels like so, a very formative experience for some reason. Like, I don't know. I just, you know, like that makes you feel really bad about yourself. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. They'll be the only two people who don't get to do the fun dance. Yeah. Like, that sucked. Anyways, I think I had two lines, too. Two lines. Ugh. Anyways, so we were at the cast party for this play, which I never wanted to think of ever again. And Sweet Escape by Gwen Stefani was playing, and I'm walking through our, kin- our not our kindergarten, our elementary school cafeteria. There's Miss Boniquist, our principal, who everyone hated, and I just fell right on my face. Like, I just, I don't know if I stepped on my shoe, but I just went smack down. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh. <laughs> uh. Well, anyway, uh, reliving all our traumas aside, um, let's, so, okay. This is still melophobia. (laughs) We feel the need to reorient every few minutes. Um, How off-tangent did you guys get last episode? I think, like, I'm the one who keeps taking us off. David was (laughs) laser-focused. David David went track by track, and I was like, this is insane. I have to have thoughts on all of these. Um, yeah, I actually but know, we but did. the last album was the one I probably listened to the most, but I still was like, I don't want to do this tonight. Really? 
I, I, cause I, yeah. Thank you. Happy birthday is, I think I've said this probably my least favorite. Um, yeah. yeah. What did I give it a four? You gave it a, you gave it a low. four. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know what my favorite album is? Melophobia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is Melophobia. Okay, um, um, does anyone have any other initial album thoughts before we kind of get into the meat? I liked it as a whole way better than their other two. I thought the sound overall Retweet. was like they were trying diff- more things. They were like, um, it, like kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They were trying different sounds and they were like expanding their their range, and I really liked that about this album. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, so I just want to bring up our friend uh, John Luby. Uh, earlier today actually called this a perfect album and uh, I actually want to second that notion I think this is one of my albums that I have in a I have a very short list where I don't think there is a bad track and I think we can get into that Um, but there's only like six or seven albums that I've listened to consistently enough that I can say like I do not think there's a bad song on here Um, this is just like a solid experience throughout. And I think it's on a really interesting journey. I like where it is. Can we listen to Lord so I can say the same thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we only have two albums. It'd be such a quick series, but yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, like start to finish so good takes you so many places. I think it's really rooted. I think it's really emotional. Um, and I just like, I like a lot of times for this album, I'll be like, okay, I'll, I have a playlist. I'll like sit down with this. I had been listening to almost nothing but Melophobia for like a week knowing that we'd do this and I'm still not sick of it like at all. Um, so yeah, I cannot wait to talk about this. I'm a huge fan of this album. Um, yeah, even though I came to it a little late because I think we mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the interesting things about this album um, that I was noticing is that it, it really, you know, some of the albums we've done you really kind of need to be an engaged listener and other times you can just kind of, you know, sit back and do the dishes or, or like read or whatever while it's on. Um, but this one, this really works in both veins, mm-hmm. um, which is super tough to do. Like that is very hard for an artist to get right. Um, but I was like, you know, I was like on the train like zoning out listening to this i was like paying attention to it yeah i was reading a book while i was listening to this earlier yeah but i mean it it works right and that's that's like a rare gift in an album to have it you know be able to hold your focus or at least be be a a meaningful experience irrespective of what you're doing at the time you know yeah definitely i think it does a good job of crafting an atmosphere um but also rewards attentive listening if that makes sense. Um, yeah, so let's dive into some tracks. Um, who, uh, who wants to go first for favorites? Um, I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think we might be on similar grounds for this, but I do, I do have a, like, sort of reserve or back. I have a ton of reserves, actually. I love this album. Well, do we want to nominate one song we think is universally like this is a good song do we have any nominations are we talking about are we all talking about cigarette daydreams here yeah i was gonna say like an uncontested great right oh wait i'm gonna have to pick another favorite then aren't i shit were you gonna pick cigarette daydreams you fucking poser oh wait is that fuck you sorry (laughs) rachel is that what you were going for though yes okay yeah that is 
like perfect. It's iconic. I think it's the most popular song from this album. So I think it would be maybe unfair for any of us, <laughs> Luis, uh, to pick it as their favorite. Ugh, fine. I do have thoughts about its placements that I will share later. Okay. Ooh, I'll take but that. yeah, no, I think it's a good song. And I think when certain songs get to that popularity level, like it's really hard to dispute that they're not good songs. Yeah. Unless it's like a shitty pop band and you're like, that's just trash. Yeah. Hey, Dan. I'm also just <laughs> on Wikipedia right now. And apparently both Cigarette Daydreams and Come a Little Closer were singles and they were chart topping singles, which is relative, not as big. I think the only other ones would have been uh, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked and maybe Shake Me Down. But it's like. Yeah, it's pretty crazy this was big enough to be a number one single for, like, a while. Um, yeah. So pretty universal praise for, I think, well-deserved song. I would say Come A Little Closer is definitely one of those songs that I heard and I didn't realize that it was from this album. Mm. Yeah, that was everywhere for a while, too, right? Yeah. It's a good song. Yeah, no, it's not, it wasn't my pick for my favorite, but it was definitely, like, um, a nominee or a... That's not, that's not a nominee. What's it called? Honorable a shout mentions. Out. It was yeah. a shout out. It was a good one. Yeah. What do we call those? <laughs> I've been saying honorable mentions, honorable but we mentions. also shout outs is fine. Honorable mentions. Yeah. Woo! Um, I know what our podcast <laughs> is. <laughs> so having got that out of the way and apparently severely thrown Luis off course, does anyone know what their backup favorite track is? Um, That was never my favorite track, so I can go. Okay. Um, my pick is probably Take It or Leave It. Yeah, okay, yeah. I don't know. It was, um, again, that was one of the songs I recognized from, like, my high school days that I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to sing along with it, and I don't know. I just, I kind of like the changing tone of it. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's so hard for me to explain why I like music if I can't yeah. give you specific lyrics. But I only know specific lyrics when I've listened to a song like a hundred times. And mm-hmm. I've listened to the song maybe five. Okay. So yeah. I just like it. Yeah. Come at me. <laughs> I will say I am surprised that wasn't a single for this album because it is. Oh, it was. Nope. I'm dumb. It was a single. as the second single. Uh, that actually makes sense. But this is a great standalone track that I feel like. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of bridges the gap between what they were doing in the previous two and what they are doing on Melophobia. Yeah, it kind of, it did remind me a little bit of, um, like, the sound for, like, uh, their first album. Which, mm-hmm. It's called Cage the Elephant, yeah. right? Yeah, self-titled, yeah. <laughs> you can tell how much I've been paying attention through this series. <laughs> um, this is just like a series of self-owns right here. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> She's dunking on herself. No, I... I, you know, you guys missed me last episode, so I'm trying to overcompensate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By being the most you possible. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> I meant that with all the warmth in my heart. Um, I added another note on placement, if I could jump in for a sec. I don't know if you were. Um, but I want to go out on a limb here and say that I think Take It or Leave It should be the first song on this album. Hmm. Um, I think it has a, I think I love that little instrumental intro that's like two bars. I think that really works. And I wish that were like your introduction to the album. 
And it's not that I don't like Spiderhead, because I do. I just, having listened to this enough times, I listened to it on Shuffle today, and it came up first, and I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. Yeah, it does stand alone, because also I think it's just forever. I don't hear that song at all. Hmm. Um, because it's stuck in between like telescope and take it or leave it. And I really like telescope is pretty dope too, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like take it or, uh, take it or leave it kind of like, it's like, um, it's like almost like part two of the album. It's like a new start. Yeah, actually that is a good segue. If do, do you want to, are we, do you have anything else on take it or leave it? Cause I also could transition elegantly, although less so now that I'm muttering, <laughs> um, <laughs> you've, you've ruined this. <laughs> Luis, I, I, I don't know if you're still scrambling, but my pick for favorite track uh, is Telescope. That oh, makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I love, I love um, Cigarette Daydreams a lot, um, as we've kind of t- touched on. But I also think that Telescope kind of does a similar thing almost better. Um, it's a definitely a toned down, quieter song um, that... I think keeps like it really centers the percussion, which I think is really cool. Um, I think it's really introspective in ways that I really like. Um, and it's also like, for me again, it's like all about the vocals. So having Matt Schultz like tuned all the way up and like way in the front of the mix for this, um, like singing what is essentially a ballad is like so dope for me. And it's one of two songs that I had saved prior to this album, it was this and Cigarette Daydreams. And I go back and forth a lot, but I think I definitely would have to say that Telescope is my favorite track. And it's so soothing. Hey, speaking of my I like songs because of their lyrics, I remember when I was listening to Telescope, I can't remember the exact lyric, and I should probably look it up, but I'm too right. lazy right now. They said something about, like, turning around or something, and I thought that it was funny because it was, like, a little, like, punny because Telescopes, <laughs> they're round. They turn. <laughs> there you go. That was totally unnecessary, but I felt the need to share that. <laughs> oh, you guys, Rachel's back. You guys so missed me. <laughs> <laughs> Much more personality than the ghost of Rachel Poe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Because uh, I would have been a ghost even if I was here. <laughs> hey. uh, Louise, do you have a favorite track? Uh, I do, yeah. Uh, so I... Uh, really loved Halo. I mean, ooh, yeah. Halo, I, Halo was my other one that I really liked too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, this album is good enough that you could you could very easily make an argument for any song here. Um, yeah. But I think kind of of yeah. the stuff that resonated with me, Telescope is really. I really loved Telescope. I really loved um, Hypocrite too. But Halo was the one that mm-hmm. kind of the one that's kind of sticking out to me. Um, yeah, I just, I don't, yeah, (laughs) I don't, I don't even really have like that long of a note on it. Um, I just know that I liked it and I know it's kind of stuck around in my brain. So yeah. Yeah. Sweet. No, I feel that. I remember, like, I thought it was interesting in this album. Um, I felt like the song titles meant more than how they have in previous albums. Like. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they do do like I feel like in both albums there's examples of like the song title like being like a part of the song. But then there was other ones, especially ones I didn't like as much, where the song title in the song were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like Aberdeen means nothing. Like I know it's a place, but like in relation to the song, 
Aberdeen from the second album yeah. is like whatever. Japanese Buffalo yeah. from the second album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sabretooth Tiger. I think lyrically, I think we just have to say that like, I would say a big weakness of Thank You Happy Birthday is not so much the music as the lyrics. Oh, no. I would, I would disagree that thank you, hap- thank you Happy Birthday. Yeah. That the lyrics suck, then the music <laughs> sucks. Is that why you gave it a four, Rachel? <laughs> Could this be? Yes. Because it was just a lot of screeching. But, like, okay. Um, like, I can appreciate a good guitar riff like, I, like anyone else. But when you're literally just screeching for like a minute straight on like multiple songs, <laughs> I'm like, you either you don't know how to do anything else or you're uncreative or both. <laughs> And, like, I didn't want to feel that way about Cage. Yeah. So I just was like, boo. But I think in... Sophomore slump. Sorry. Gen- more generally speaking, I think we have to agree that the writing on Melophobia is, like, leagues ahead of... I would say their first two yeah, albums. Yeah, for sure. I think he's a, a lot... Even more subtle than, like, the best of the first album, which is not, again, not particularly subtle. I think it's a definite lyrical evolution. So I really appreciated that as someone who... Really cares about lyrics and vocals and whatnot. For sure. Um, I agree with you. Yeah. Okay, so honorable mentions. We had some great picks for favorites. We uh, had some, obviously, uh, all love cigarette daydreams. Um, anyone else want to put anything else out there? Um, I also... Yeah, when my fucking Spotify starts working and the it says, I'm not offline, though. <laughs> Someone else go first. Uh, ooh, what do I want to give it to? <laughs> Spiderhead. Spiderhead's good. Yep. It is. Spiderhead's good. Um, actually, can we talk about It's Just Forever for a bit? Because I think this is like their first, and unless I'm mistaken, like their only feature. Yeah. And, yeah. TBH, I can say nothing about this song because both times I like listened to the album on whole, I didn't hear it whatsoever. <laughs> And I have no comment. I, I do have some thoughts about It's Just Forever. Um, I was kind of saving them because I think it'll come up in our next section. Oh, uh, spoiler oh no. Alert. <laughs> um, no, but I, I have yeah, sort yeah, of a yeah. defense of okay. it. Um, but do you want me to launch into it now or do you want to save that for like two minutes from now? Uh, no, I guess we can save it unless... Rachel, are you back online? Yes, I just... Put my phone somewhere oh. else, though. <laughs> All okay. right, moving on. I <laughs> wait. I, I also want to shout out Hypocrite. Um, I think Luis, you mentioned yes. that. I love Hypocrite. Yeah. I like Teeth. Um, I realize that might be a bit of a, a hot take. <laughs> uh, hot take. But uh, it grew on hot me. Takes. It's like very much old. Then. Oh, I put my phone in my book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what's going on at your end of this conversation. Like I, I genuinely don't, and I'm trying to wrap my head around it, Rachel. Did you start a different podcast with the same name in the underworld? Maybe. Um, I like Teeth, uh, and I will defend it when it is inevitably torn down by you people. Um, I like Black Widow also. Um, I've just listed all the songs in this album. Hey! (laughs) I've listed every song. I wanted to make sure every song got a shout out. You did it. But I do like Black Widow. It kind of disappears in the midst of like where it is in the album. But I, having listened to it on its own, I also really appreciate yep. it. Black Widow um, kind of, I think like the falsetto is a bit of an odd choice, but I mean, I'm a sucker for any horn section oh ever. Oh no, 
like we I can hear my dog whining outside my door. How is that at all? You know what? Is he also in a book? <laughs> can I go get him, please? He's right. so sad. Declan Vamp. Go. Declan, okay, hold go. On. Oh my god. Well, uh, <laughs> well, uh I have to go rescue him. I'm going to rank the four albums by how smart the titles are. Um, <laughs> number number four, the absolute worst is Tell He's Me wet. I'm Pretty. He got rained on. <laughs> Should I just what? keep talking louder? I don't know how to deal with this right now. Not like, really, no. Number three. stuff all over my stuff. His Cage the Elephant. Because okay. it's literally the name of your <laughs> fucking band. Out. Number two, <laughs> thank you, happy birthday. Oh that shit is nonsense. Um, but it <sighs> kind of rolls off the tongue, I guess. And number oh one God. is melophobia, which means fear of music, which seems antithetical, but at least you thought about this one, Matt Schultz. At least you put some fucking thought you into it. it <laughs> you did it, pal. Oh, my God. I'm so, that was just like a whole day of like... Whoosh, coming out of okay. me. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, All right. beastie babies. Yeah, let's go. Teeth. 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 Oh, Teeth. That's bad. Um, I love it, and I, I, but I get why you would. Yeah. Because it's twice as long as everything else. Um, Hi, Farley. And yeah, that's the thing. It's like, teeth. like. That's so it's. I feel like it's trying no. to do kind of what no. tiny little robots do. All right, my wet dog is trying to get up on my bed. No. Why did you... Scram. I'm just going to keep making this point. So I think Teeth is trying <laughs> to do like what tiny little robots did um, and kind of have this like longer kind of expansive song that has like a weird little narrative slam poetry bit. Um, mm-hmm. But the problem with that is that it's 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 still you know i don't think it was a great idea when they did it on tiny little robots uh i don't think it's a good idea now i mean it's it's still a good song like that's the weird thing about this album right is that like i had to think about it for a while and i was like yeah i guess teeth wasn't that great but i mean it was still good it was still like you know i could i could live with it no um so yeah i mean i have a dog on my recording devices no you're wet and you're on my off, off, Farley. Ah, do you need mistake. like ten minutes? <laughs> the momentum. No, in down. I made a whole point. Is on the back half of the song. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to talk about music. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. Is this what, is this what <laughs> happens Farley, when down, you are Farley. here for a week? Lay down. Lay down. Uh, Lay down. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. Luis made an amazing point about narrative and structure and lyrics. I'm losing my mind. Jacqueline, uh, are you having a breakdown? <laughs> oh my god. No, I just had a really long day at work, guys. I got yelled at by a cop for like something that wasn't my fault. Um not like a cop, like a like a cop who was on duty, like a cop who I work with because I work with cops. Um, but so that was weird, and, th- and then I had like a crisis about it, and then I was fine by the afternoon. But I think it's coming back to me. Oh yay! What I think about teeth. Hey, at least you weren't called bossy. I feel like this is too different. Go. It was also traumatic. 
Um, what I think about teeth. At least you're Stop, wet dog. Rachel. And just put himself all I over don't have a dog. <laughs> what I think about teeth is that the me- momentum is the back half of the song. I think you have to go through that intro to get where they just kind of shred and jam um, in a way that I think is less aggressive than Thank You, Happy Birthday, but in a similar vein. Uh, so I like it because I'm usually jamming by the end of the song, but I can see how you might not want to invest. Like, it's five minutes. It's a commitment. It's maybe didn't need to be that full five minutes long. I think there are problems with it. Um, but And I, I can totally understand why it would be someone's um, least favorite, but it's not mine. My least favorite is actually It's Just Forever. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so as kind of foreshadowed earlier, um, when I was taking notes on this, it kind of struck me like, I think I get, I want to propose a theory for what this song is and then kind of contextualize why that doesn't work as well for me. Um, I think this is, it's kind of almost a jam band song, even though it's only three minutes because so much of it's just pure instrumentality, especially towards the end. And then it's like little solos that kind of latch onto each other. Um, but what I think it's the kind of song that in a concert you play like three before the end. And then you're like, this is who's on keys. And then they riff. And like, this is who's on bass. It felt like that song to me. Right. Even for a song with a feature. And so I think that is, uh, is you know. Um, and you like bring out the opener to do yeah. the vocal. Yeah, and then right after this is when you'd get like cigarette daydreams. Like this is like a bottom half of your set. Like let's let's jam for a while. And I hate jam bands, so um, <laughs> so that's that's what I'm saying. Um, but you know, it's not objectively bad. I think the feature part of it's really cool. Um, I don't know who Allison Mossart is. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, nope, it's not telling me anything. That's fine. Um, I like this song, but I like it the least. So that's that's what it boils down to. Um, I'm, I'm having such a difficult time saying anything mean about this album because I have fallen in love with it over four years, and it just grows deeper and deeper. Um, <laughs> it's been five. I've only listened to it for four. Well then. So fuck you. Fuck off. And you're a wet dog eroding. <laughs> Hey, my dog is way better than your See, stupid now that album. See, now that you've referenced it, I'm going to have to leave it all in. <laughs> yes, you will. Sorry. What? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you can put in the editor's <laughs> note. What? Louise, what did you want to say? Yeah, something? no, I wanted to bounce off of that, that little kind of thing you said about finding it hard to say mean things about this album. Because um, it, it kind of is hard to say mean things about this album. Like, Like, when you get down to it, um, they, they really have kind of at this point, and I, I, I do think it is kind of a testament to, you know, their, their talent as a band, um, that, you know, you can, you can very clearly chart like an upward trajectory in their music, you know, like you can very clearly say like, all right, you can start at their, their self titled, and then it goes to thank you, happy birthday. And then, you know, you hit melophobia and that's when it's like, that's when like the real shit happens, you know, like there is an arc happening there. Yeah. And that's really interesting because like you can, you can hear it happen 
um, yeah. as you go through it. Yeah, we cool. managed to actually talk a little bit about, I think, every song. Um, so let's get into scores. Uh, who wants to go first? I mean, okay, well, like, I'm thinking, I was, I was set, sitting on this a little bit about, like, how I, like, yeah, I don't like teeth, and, like, there's a couple other songs that, that like, didn't really stand out to me. There's not a lot of, like, things going wrong with this album, but I can't really pick out the things that are going right either. Like, I don't know if it's just because I haven't listened to it as many times as you guys, so I don't have that same appreciation and still seeing those multiple levels. But on my first couple listens, it's a good album. I don't know if I, like, agree with, like, John, and it's, like, the perfect album, a perfect album. Um, But... Yeah, I think it might be one of those things where you, the more you listen to it, the more you like can hit those like deeper levels. The more it means. Yeah, definitely. That's my contribution. Okay. Bye. Okay. Did you want to put a number to that abstract thought? Because it's a good one. I just don't know what that uh, means. I want to give it a six point nine because I feel like Cage the Elephant would appreciate that, but that's too low. <laughs> <laughs> I think like an. Eight and eight, like, like a solid eight with room for improvement. Mm-hmm. That's my final. Nice, Louise. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of somewhere between an eight and a half and a nine on this one. Um, just because I, I usually kind of try and skew nines towards albums that I think are like quintessential listening, but I. But this is, in a way, you know? Um, mm-hmm. hmm. Yeah, you know what? I think this is worth a nine. Ooh. A coveted nine from Luis. And <laughs> from, <laughs> from moi, I am going to give this a 9.8. Oh, snap. I, again, I've been listening to this all week and, like, for a really long time before that. Um, I don't know what I would change to make this better. Like literally like you saw, like I was very minor gripes. So I, I mean, I just, yeah, this is awesome. Listen to Melophobia, like fucking just do it. Like I cannot recommend this album highly enough. I am all in on this album. (laughs) So this album is why I wanted to do this band, by the way. Like I don't could care less about like the rest of them, but like, especially this. So, uh, I hope I've fanboyed enough for everyone in the audience. Uh, I hope you're all super uncomfortable. Matt Schultz, uh, please, please let just know that I am in awe of you for this art. Um, and uh, give me a, send me a free guitar. Um, <laughs> does anyone want to guess what this got on Metacritic? 69. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 82. I'm going to go 85 because I want it to be true, but it probably won't be. Uh, critical reception. It's got a 73. Rachel wins. Woo! Damn. Um, Who did it? Who said it was terrible? <laughs> was it The Guardian? Um, Alternative Press. Oh. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... Obviously, they don't try to quote the bad reviews as much, but... Alternative Press gave it like three out of five stars, and I'm, which I guess skewed it a little lower. But yeah, no, it's, I guess it's, is this platinum? I can't tell. Um, I don't know what the cutoff for platinum is, but 
in any case, good album. Really like it. Definitely listen to it. Yeah. Uh, you should do all those things. Yeah. I hope I've said that enough. You might have mentioned it. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Do we want to do plugs? Let's, let's wrap up. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so anyone want to plug their social media? We did that once for yeah. one episode, but uh, uh, if you are in the New York area, you can find me on Tinder. <laughs> um, it's Declan. You cannot find me on Tinder or Luis. Hey. hey Um. Yeah, just rub that in. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Rachel, what's your Okay, Can stuff? we just talk about how at the start of this podcast, we were all single, and then somehow we've all managed to find someone, and I think... I don't know, Luis. Our luck might be running out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't even know where to go what with a that weird thing to say. What, Gabby? If you're listening to this, she's in France. Ignore Rachel. Oof. Pat, I'm sorry. <laughs> Gabby, see vous play listening to this. Uh, je m'appelle your boyfriend is nice and don't break up with him <laughs> Eiffel Tower baguette au revoir holy fuck oh my god okay um, if you like the show uh, you can follow us on twitter why don't we just end it there okay bye what? <laughs> no we have to put in the plugs I'll just... okay, if the you... french will make its way into the episode <laughs> If you like the show, um, <laughs> just let me get through this. <laughs> oh my god, oh, I can't breathe. Oh my god, there's like there's no air conditioning down here. It's so hot. Stop making me laugh. Okay. Um. <sighs> what have you done? Really, we're so close. Oh. We just my cheeks to... hurt so bad. <laughs> All right, let's call it here. Louise, can you put in the plugs in post? Let me just do them now. Okay, wait. Um, if you like the show, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at SupergroupPod. Uh, you can email us at SupergroupPresents at gmail.com. We have a website where you can listen to the episodes. That's bit.ly slash SupergroupPresents. Um, you can find us on Facebook. That's also at SupergroupPresents. Um, podcast is available on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on probably anywhere else, I think. I don't know. Uh, not Spotify. Not Spotify, because reasons. Uh, but yeah, Monetized. yeah, basically. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm Luis. Bye. Bye. Woo. Okay, I think that was oh it. Oh my god. I don't think I said my name All that right. entire time. Nope, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hit stop on my recording. Oh god. <laughs>